What's going on, guys? It's John and James Hughes. How's it going? The Grinding for Greatness podcast. Uh, it's been a while, and we've got a whole lot to talk about. And instead of putting all this in one, we're just going to chop it up a couple times and give you all a couple different uh, podcasts. We're going to try to bang out for you all. Um, one of the big things that we need to talk about right now, um, and it's something that I've wanted to talk about for several weeks now, but I haven't got a second to get my butt in the chair in here, um, is, you know, we're heading into a little bit of a lull right now. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are, you know, are afraid we're heading into a recession. Um, and I think that, you know, things are going to slow down a little bit. Um, you know, no stock color or anything like that. So I'm not going to say whether we are or not, but I am going to say that I definitely think things are slowing down a little bit and some people are starting to see the effects of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, we here at JC properties are not seeing the effects of that at all. We set this up, um, you know, to kind of recession proof it, uh, by diversifying who we're working for and the types of different things that we do. And, uh, anyway, that's a whole nother topic that we can get into later on. But one thing that we are seeing a lot of is a lot of other business owners, um, are seeing the effects of this mm -hmm. and they're reaching out to us looking to either come help us come to work for us, subcontract work from us. And for years I've been screaming to these guys that you have to run your business a little bit differently. So the last couple of years, we've, everyone in the blue collar industry has had an amazing opportunity where it's like everyone just owns a monopoly because you can't get anyone to do anything. Mm. And everyone's took advantage of that. And I think gotten a little bit lazy and they stopped marketing. It's one of those things where you kind of feel like the gravy train's rolling in. So you don't have to try as hard because yeah. it's already working. And just like that, you're kind of starting to get behind. Yeah, exactly. So, so marketing is going to be the topic of what we're talking about today, marketing and pricing. And, 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 and I'll try to stay focused on that because I can go off on a huge rant on this. Cause it's something I'm really passionate about. I, I talk to these guys all the time about it and they don't listen. And now they're calling me saying, Hey man, I got nothing to do. Do you have anything I can sub for you? Or, uh, I'm just going to close the books and come to work for you, you know? Yeah. And I hate to see it because I like to, you know, I like to help friends. I like to help other business owners, you know, go out, start their own business, succeed and just watch them flourish, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, after seeing them do that for a couple of years and now they're slipping back into, Hey, I, I don't think I want to do this anymore. It's, it's, it's for a couple of reasons. It's because of a couple of reasons. Well, they, they're living in this opportunity where they get to just name their price because they're, uh, you know, got this monopoly where they know nobody else can get anyone to do the service that they do. And so they price things crazy high because they don't care if they get the job or not because their phone's not going to stop ringing. Well, then they set the expectation of where their price is always at, whether we're in a recession or not, you know, whether mm -hmm. we're in a recession or your phone doesn't ever stop ringing because you're running this monopoly of a, of a business, you know, you've priced yourself out of a whole lot of work by doing that, mm -hmm. you know? So when things slow down and businesses and business or homeowners are looking for a service to be done and maybe you do come to top of mind, which we're going to get into because you're probably not because you probably haven't been marketing. Let's say you have though, and you come to top of mind and you've been pricing things crazy high for years and years and years that's the first thing they're going to think of is I just, we, you know, money's tight for us. We can't afford that guy. Let me try to find somebody else who's a little bit cheaper or more affordable. I should, I should say not cheap, affordable. And that's one of those instances where, you know, I'm sure if you haven't been marketing, you've been leaning back, especially if you're in a more small town area or a small market area, 
you're falling back on that word of mouth and hoping yeah. that word of mouth is what's going to get yes. you through all this. You don't have to market because of that. Yes. But this is a situation where that word of mouth is being detrimental to, yes. your, to yourself, yes. to your business, because you've created that image in everyone's mind that yep. you are that pricey, that you are this, you are that. And then that's going to be the conversation. The first thing they talk about is that in these times. And so yep. you're not really being reflective. Yeah, for sure. Perfect fucking way for me to segue into the next problem is these guys are only relying on word of mouth. Mm. I've heard and heard and heard these people telling me over and over and over, oh, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that advertisement. This advertising is bullshit. I'm not spending the money on this or that. Uh, I've got so much work coming in, blah, blah, blah. Some quote unquote, so much work coming in means we don't advertise at all. People are just talking about us and we have enough work. So I'm not worried about advertising. Well, that the only thing that you're relying on is word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And like you said, is that good or is that bad? And no matter what, no matter how good you've created it, if you're pricing things too high, that's coming with that word of mouth. So, you know, the, the, the next topic would be marketing. You know, whether you're, you're in good times or you're in bad times, you need to be marketing at all times. Mm -hmm. Marketing never stops. And people think, well, I've got enough leads coming in. I've got enough money right now. I don't need to market. I'll just save that money. Well, you know, it's a whole psychological thing. If you don't, if you stop coming up when people think, if you're not front of mind when people think about the service that they need done, it's always it's way too late to start marketing when you're when you're slow. Yeah, exactly. It's just like if you imagine um, either a, an air cylinder and you have a ball and you're trying to balance that ball on yeah. top, right? It, with marketing, if you're in the situation where you have leads coming in, you have work coming in, you feel like you don't need to market. In that situation, you have all this workflow coming in, the ball is balancing pretty well on its own, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when you stop marketing, when you just rely on that word of mouth, when things start to slow down at that point, that ball is going to start to fall down to the bottom of the cylinder, right? It is a lot more energy to pick that ball up from the For bottom sure. to get it back up to where it needs to be than it is just to add attrition to it and just to keep yep. it flowing and keep it going. And guess what? When when you've let that ball drop and you ain't got no more leads coming in and you think then, okay, well, I need to start advertisement. Number one, and you know, marketers that are listening to this would maybe argue with me, but unless you create a perfect fucking funnel, the moment you start advertising, you're not going to get leads. It takes a little while to mm -hmm. build up. So let's say, you know, Joe Blow Plumber, uh, just his phone's not ringing no more, slowed down, and he thinks, well, damn, I need to get my name back out. Let me start advertisement. Here's the problem. You don't think of that until you're broke. Right. And, and then you don't have any fucking money to go advertise. Yes, and it's yeah. all gorilla at this point. Yeah. Now you have to yeah. rely on that word of mouth and try to go back out there to this the door-to-door -door sales page. Which does work. Mm -hmm. Don't don't let us take away the importance of gorilla marketing. Right. Right. I'll get to that later, but... That does work, but it's way slower mm -hmm. than, you know, I think of, of, of marketing as like a bubble chart, right? Like your, your business is the center of the hub and you've got all these different lead sources that need to send traffic to that hub, it, you know, and, and there's so many arguments of what works and what doesn't work. I mean, it, if you're marketing correctly, you need to have your name on billboards. You need to have your name on your shirts, on business cards, on door flyers, on yard signs, on your fucking every piece of equipment, truck, trailer you own. You need to be doing Angie's List or Home Advisor. Y'all can argue all day long you want 
about that. It works if you know how to work the system correctly. Exactly. You need to be on every every bit of social media. You need to be shaking as many hands as you can. You need to be putting yard signs in every single yard that you're on. You need to be putting business cards everywhere you go. There's so many different types of marketing that people don't think about or they're too lazy to or they don't feel comfortable going and shaking someone's hand and handing them a business card and asking them what they do and how they can help them. You know? I mean, you may feel uncomfortable putting that hand out to start that handshake, but you don't feel uncomfortable taking that money after that job is done. I'll tell you what, you can choose your own comfort. You can choose to feel uncomfortable handing that business card or you can choose uncomfortable not being able to pay your fucking bills. Yeah, exactly. You know, which one do you want? I'll shake hands all day long. Yeah, you know, it, you know. I mean? Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the problem is at that point, you know, you don't have the money. Uh, it takes a little while for your marketing to start ramping up and stuff. And let's say you have been overpricing jobs for too long and trying to, and, and taking advantage of the opportunity that we all had. Well, now you have to overcome that. And there's no way to overcome that pricing gap other than word of mouth, which takes even longer. Mm -hmm. So you've built this huge time gap that you have to float through with no leads coming in, no money coming in. Your business has still got all the overhead that it's got, you know, you, mm -hmm. and, and you're, and you got to pull yourself out of this lull. And, you know, the amount of action that you take while marketing is going to dictate how long that time span is. So it's a very hard thing to, to, to get through and get back out of if you don't consistently price correctly, affordably, fair price, and you don't continue to market through good times and bad times. And so with that too, you know, a lot of times when we say marketing, that's just an overall blanket statement. You can yeah. throw branding in with that and have that as yeah. completely separate. Yeah. So in that in that instance, we're talking about the person, they've overpriced themselves, they're in a lull right now, there's no leads coming in. Well, now they're basically having to rebrand against mm -hmm. that bad word yep. of mouth. And so mm -hmm. like we were talking about before, where if you're in a situation where you don't have the funds to start up and go, well, now you're going to have to go back out and reestablish yourself, reinvent yourself, reinvent that image and that name. Yeah. And that's, again, and, going back to twice as much work as possible. And you may have to completely rebrand all together, right? You may mm -hmm. be running the same entity, but you've built a name of, yeah, this is where we're pricing things at, and you kind of want to get away from that. So you have to completely rebrand. Well, that's just shy of shutting the doors and starting a whole new business. I mean, that's extremely difficult to rebrand a business, right? You know, and then you know, on the on the flip end too, let's kind of let's take a little bit of a, a notion of you've been overpricing and now you're trying to get back into things. Mm -hmm. Don't underprice just to get back in, right? Right. So from the very beginning, we were talking about we want to help competition now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Competition is great for everybody because right. if there's no competition right now for what we want to do. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody's going to get the idea. Oh, there's six years out. There's, you know, however yeah. long out. And so yeah. that's going to have a negative, you know, connotation it, it for does. your business as well. Yeah. So having competition to be able to keep the whole workflow going in mm -hmm. a healthy way mm -hmm. is important. So everyone helps each other, right? I know in a situation where if you're going and you're undervaluing, right? Yeah, where that's, we, the, that's the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, I know it's a very common game in photography, especially right now because photography is completely oversaturated to mm -hmm. where anybody with a brand new you know, cell phone can go out and mm -hmm. take high quality, mm -hmm. you know, crystal clear images. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes down to composition, when it comes down to all this other stuff, unless the general public is aware of what the difference is between good and bad is, they're just going to pay what's the most convenient for them. Right. So what's better? Doing 10 jobs at $100 in a day or doing what job for $1,000 a day? Mm -hmm. Because you know who your market is, you know mm -hmm. who your clientele is, and you know how hard you need to work in that process, right? So 
when you undervalue, when you underset that, you're hurting everybody, right? So now the market is going to come to learn that that's the expected price. That's just what they should pay. Mm-hmm. So now anybody else who is charging more is immediately getting uh, pinged on that. So now the whole market itself is going to be expected to be that price because you and maybe someone else who wants to compete with you at your low prices is now going to lower their price to compete with that. Yeah. So even though you're trying to just get back in the game, you're really capping how much you can make once you get back in the game because you're bringing the whole market down Mm -hmm. by trying to be a quick grab and by not setting things up to be able to float through these low times. Yeah. So you've got to, you've got to know what your, what your prices are that you have to sustain your business. Mm -hmm. And that has to be what your price is. You can't look at, you know, A to Z services and see what everyone on the board is pricing things for and either try to go a little bit cheaper or a little bit higher. I mean, you just need to know what your price needs to be and sell for that. Right. You know, I, I don't know if we can throw name brands in here, but Pepsi's Pepsi. They don't ever try to be RC Cola. Yeah, that's Coke right. Coke is they're, Coke. They don't price, ever try to be seven up or I mean, you know, but yeah, still their, their price is their price. Exactly. You know? Then their product is their product and they know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. They'll let the other people get the other part of that market, but that's because they understand the whole market itself. And, and everybody's product or service is a little bit different anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, I can compare my business to this, to another guy that does the same exact thing. And the service, the service is that's going to be delivered is going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, if I'm delivering service a and he's delivering service B, although it's the same product in the end and he's pricing for a and I'm pricing for B, uh, then we're both going to be messed up. We yeah. had a price for what are the services that we deliver and we and there's customers for that. You mm-hmm. know, there's you you just got to find your customer. You know, and you're not going to be able to do that if you don't market. If you don't consistently market through mm-hmm. all times, good times, bad times, mediocre times, marketing can't stop. You know, and when you stop it because it's good, you're not going to have money to start it when when it's bad. You know, so the the point of the of the whole podcast today is you need to know where you need to be at in business. You need to be marketing, you need to be branding, you need to be selling, which are all three different things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a whole nother topic that we can be talking about. But you need to know a whole lot more about your business than just going out and answering your phone and spitballing a price because you know your, your phone's not going to stop ringing. You think <laughs> good times don't last forever and bad times don't last forever. That's the good news. You yeah. Know? But you need to just plan for both, you know? Also, at the beginning of this, I said that, you know, that this little bit of a lull that we're going through hasn't affected us. Our phone, it just continues to ring. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because we've been strategic about who we work for, different types of people that we work for, and different types of services that we offer, mm-hmm. you know, which can sustain through good or bad times, you know? People don't think about setting their business up like that when you're only in a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to know... You need to be able to diversify a little bit. You need to have some passive jobs that are coming in that you know they're just residual. They're just going to keep coming in. You need to be able to work for commercial people. You need to be able to work for residential people. You know, there's you need to be able to work for developments. There's there's a lot of different things that you need to be doing to diversify your own business and the one service that you offer. And then offer multiple services in all those different realms, mm-hmm. you know. But if and, and, and you know, people say there's riches in the niches and stuff, and there is, but uh when times slow down. It's a whole lot harder to make money in the niches, you know? So I've gotten slack my whole life for why are you trying to do everything? Well, because everything sells, Yeah, you know? 
if you know people want to call a trusted contractor that they can just pick the phone up and have the job done and know it's going to be done right, know it's going to be done for a fair price. So why not, you know, offer more services that the same contractor can do, you know? Exactly. And to, to, to bring this to a bigger picture, because we talk about the, these concepts, these generalities, these things all the time, right? Everything that you're seeing right there is a spitting example of discipline. Yep. The good times don't last, right? Mm-hmm. So are you only going to apply discipline? Are you only going to apply that, that kind of self-preservation when times are bad and then just let the your foot off the gas pedal and things are good, let that perseverance kind of just start to slide back down because then when things get hard again, now you're completely out of uh, motion. You're out of pattern. Mm -hmm. You physically as a tool are having to relearn yourself before you can ever start to apply that to the business and Mm -hmm. apply that to a bigger perspective. So you have to apply that discipline. You have to apply that pressure to yourself all the time when things are good or bad because that's how things are going to continue to grow and um, develop. That's right, yeah. So, so you're not only learning yourself on, on, on where you're disciplined and where you need to be disciplined, but now you've got to relearn your whole business too. Mm-hmm. What's working, what's not working. And if you haven't been, if you haven't had your finger on the pulse and been monitoring that the entire time during the good or bad times, then you're not going to know what works in, in the contrary either, you know? So uh, running a business is a chess game, guys. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not just going to do in the service that you love to do anymore. You know, the moment you decide to become a business owner, there's a whole lot more that you now have to look at that's way outside of the scope of just doing the service, you know? And you can't be fucking lazy either because, right. you know, it's easy to just say, all right, well, I'm just going to go do the service and I'll just answer my phone when it rings. Well, and, and, and maybe you don't care. Maybe you're, you, you're looking for a downtime to slow down a little bit. Maybe you've built up this big, huge war chest of cash that you don't have to worry about. But most of the times, folks that are in the trades aren't running their business correctly, even in the good times, right. to build that war chest up. You know, So there's a lot to it, man. And uh, you have to get this piece right first. Right. If you don't get this piece right first, you never have time or the funds to correct everything else. And from here, I mean, if you don't get this part right, you're going to continue to grind, but it's not for greatness. Yeah. It's just grinding yeah. for the sake of grinding. Yeah. And I'm not grinding to just grind. Right. You know, look, guys, the, the point is, uh, you know, un, it's very unfortunate. We're seeing a little bit of a lull and some folks are having to deal with that. But uh, I've been screaming this for fucking years just take the advice and mark it all the time. Mm-hmm. Price fairly, uh, have some discipline, have a little bit of hustle. And, and, and again, uh, marketing isn't just one source. Marketing is a ton of sources. And I probably, that's probably what I covered was probably only a fraction of what I could think of if I sat down and wrote every way to, to, to market. Right. Know yourself, know your business, know your audience. That's right. Look, uh, we hope to start banging these out a little more often. Uh, James has some really great guests lined up. Um, we're in a little bit of a transitional phase ourselves here in the business, trying to be sure that going through this, we have no problems. So James is going to be talking to some of the guests. He'll be your host. He'll carry you through this uh, little bit of a time crunch that I'm in, and I'll hop on whenever I can. Uh, we will try to bang out some more podcasts uh, so we can release them to you guys over the next couple of weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with us. Catch y'all on the next one. Looking forward to it.